I Got the Hell Out does contain explicit content that might not be suitable for some listeners, such as children, those that easily get offended, and we do recommend that listeners at work put your earbuds in if you have co-workers around. And if you like the show, please spread the word by telling as many people as you can. We'd also appreciate if you would subscribe, rate, hopefully with five stars, and review the podcast on iTunes. You can find us there as well as on Stitcher and Overcast. You can follow us on Twitter at WasInACult, on Facebook at I Got the Hell Out, and on Instagram at I Got the Hell Out with an underscore after each word. You can contact us through our website at IGotTheHellOut.com. Hi guys, it's Deb. Hi, and Laura. And it's another wonderful episode of I Got the Hell Out. How it, was your weekend? My weekend was great. Um, we, we do have a semi-guest today. Huh? Drunk Deborah at the episode last night. Oh, I was like, who the hell's at my house? Nobody. Drunk, oh, this should be good. Well, this was after a day of swimming, and we had Howard the Dock at, uh-huh. at the lake, and everybody went in to watch the Steeler game. Okay, and, and what did you do? I put my headphones in and was laughing out there hysterically, and I had, you know, you would not believe the beer we went through. Really? Yes. I find that so hard to believe. Oh my gosh, every time I turned around, I was like, we have to go to the beer distributor again? <laughs> I think we went twice in one day. Oh, my God. And and it was like, you go up in the cooler and there's, wait a minute, where's all the beer? Oh, my God. So a good time was had by all. Yeah, and it was crazy because, you know, we were just jumping night to night to different places. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were headed, we didn't go up to Erie to see the boats because it's this weekend. Okay. Um, but, like, it's 10 to 9 and my phone rings and it's Brother Bob. And he's like, I just passed you. And I'm like, no, you didn't. He's like, you're driving east on 322. I just passed you or whatever road we were uh-huh. on. And I look up and we're driving on that road. And isn't that crazy? Oh, my God. You posted a picture of him. I did. Hey. Yeah, because we so ended up. funny. Uh, his brother has a camp there. And so we all hung out at Brother Bob's camp. Hi, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> uh, went to Conneaut. And that is like the best amusement park. There's no fences. Mm-hmm. You just buy an armband for $10. All day long rides. Wow. Okay. Ten bucks. Yeah, and you can. There used to be a bar there, but it burnt down. But anyway, um, <laughs> like you needed an extra bar. Well, that's where you. We would send the kids to go play in the amusement park, and you can just sit there and watch them and wander in and out. Anybody who knows Connie Ott, it's great. Okay. <laughs> um, and we were talking about the duck on Facebook. Uh huh. And I was trying to write a um 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 a response to a Janelin S. And autocorrect went from deck to dick oh, to God. duck. Okay. Now, how many? <laughs> usually, you you know, autocorrect always picks the word that's not a swear word. Right. And in this instance, it picked dick before it picked duck. I was in I was in tears. Oh God! What did the sentence say? I I don't know. You don't remember? I don't remember. But I was. Come on now, drunk Deb wrote this. That's true. So you know. Um, oh, I need to read some um, comments about that real quick. By the way. About what? Um, about about the dick duck? about Howard. Oh. Okay. Let me find him. Okay, here's Howard, and uh, shout out to Danny Pollard who runs the Working Stiffs podcast. Yes. Um, he says, uh, the rubber ducky is also the official mascot of Ale Storm. Remember our... Oh, I did see him post our that. Our Scottish, you know... With an anchor. Fuck you with an anchor. Yes. Yes. So... That is just funny that that's their mascot. I, I, I think it's, I think it is too. <laughs> but yeah, we named him after Howard the Duck. Um, okay. Played Mega Jenga. It was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. With two by fours. Have you ever played? I've never even heard of it. It's Jenga, but it's with two by fours. Right, I've never heard of it. But with two not by fours. all the way long two by fours. You know, about a foot long. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> okay. What else do I have here? Oh, um, it, there was like a dozen or more people at camp, mm-hmm. and it was really weird because this couple came up, and guess what their names were? What? Marie and Bob. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. I had no trouble. It was like Bizarro World. I had no trouble remembering. Exactly. You know, people's names. So shout out to you guys. Got a couple more listeners, you know. <laughs> and uh, I got handed holy water. Did you see that? I did see that. Went to the Indian Festival Parade and I got handed um, God water. And, you know, everybody was talking about, you know, like, don't let it burn you and being a heathen. And, 
you know, um, yeah. And um, Cheryl M., I, I didn't really want to get into it with telling them they're killing the planet with plastic, but that is the heaviest water bottle I have, plastic water bottle. Oh, yeah. It is thick. You can't even squash it. Usually they're real flimsy. This one, you could hit somebody with it and hurt them. So, uh, and Lindsay M. says it's for any future exorcisms. <laughs> okay. You never know. Lisa P. said add some Kool-Aid to it. <laughs> Uh, shout out to Elder Pete, who we've been reading off of his um, yes website, and yeah. trying to expose these people. Correct. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to you, dude. And Laura, I believe you might have something to more read from him. To more read. Okay, my grammar ain't all that good today. <laughs> to more. <laughs> my to more my brain is still probably pickled from the weekend. Okay. Oh my God. What? Okay. Oh, you're cracking me up. Okay. So there's like bits and pieces here because some of the stuff he repeats again. So I'm trying to pick that out. You pick or you? I'm I'm trying to pick it out. (laughs) Okay. So he goes on to say, the stories you will read on this site reveal a complex, diverse culture of people from all over the world who came to the cult to find prophetic scriptural truths. The faith of these sincere, honest, loving people and the children who followed them there with no choice is their testimony to the effects of what little man has done in their lives. Oh, yeah. These people gave 100% of their heart, mind, and soul to an organization and a man that claimed to have, who claimed to care for them and promised them the gift of salvation through the teachings of the Holy Scriptures. But instead, many left financially broke, brokenhearted, disillusioned, fearful, paranoid, physically and emotionally scarred, and many have lost their faith in the Creator. Hell yeah, I fit most of them as do most of the people who have left there. The teaching of God's laws aren't bad. It's the bad messenger who twisted them to suit his needs and desires. That was wrong and harmful to the unsuspecting believer. Yeah. They... It, it, the mind control, they take the money from you. Um, the physical scars come from a lot of the labor and the unsafe practices that they use. OSHA, I, I swear, OSHA manual goes up in flames every time they start a new project out oh there. My God. Could you imagine OSHA going there? Uh, but they're protected. Oh, that's right. So, yeah. I mean, come on, they excavated underneath the entire sanctuary. I'm, I'm seriously surprised that thing has not fallen under yet. Do you know what I mean? Wow. And it's, I don't know how many square feet it is, but it's concrete slabs. So, hope y'all don't end up in, in the sub-basement sometime. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, it goes on to say, instead of reading the Bible, the congregation has been trained to read the, quote, Book of Little Man, which are transcripts of his sermons. Yeah, that's crazy. That started after I left, and I talked to a few people about it. Um, And you're required to buy these books. Yep, that's the next sentence. It says they get to purchase them at $29.95 to $35 per book. Yes. Currently, there are 11 volumes, so you do the math. Uh, This must be an old article because I think they're up to like book 19. Oh, okay. Um, Yeah, but 30 bucks to 35 bucks a pop. Yeah. That's a shit ton of money. Um, well, they also want you to get the tape so that you can listen in. Oh, that's right. That's 24 hours a day garbage. Like, play them while you sleep. Right. But if you actually have the sermon tape, which would... I, I say tapes because that's what we had back right. then. You know, that's like saying yeah. a floppy disk for your computer. Right. <laughs> um, Half the listeners are, listeners are probably like, the what? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, it, it, it's recommended that you get the tapes and the books so that you can play the sermon and hear little man's voice while you are so while it's like eyes visually and auditory yes you oh are my God. double indenting it into your head so i i would go insane that I, is freaky is that do you think that's some kind of hypnotism some kind of mind control mind like, fuckery yeah I, um i had a friend who worked in the um uh, the, the the crow's nest up where the recording was mm-hmm. and uh they claimed that you know there were subliminal messages put into those tapes i wouldn't doubt it um i never could figure out a way to figure out how if there was in there mm-hmm. but they've done things with the tv um not not the cult 
Oh, I was like, the what? Uh, people have experimented, like, on t TV. Like, there'll be a second picture behind what you're watching. Oh, they do that in commercials a lot. And, you know, only one out of every hundred people can see this mm -hmm. or something like that. Um, but I, I don't know with what they would have put on the tapes. Is it subliminal give me drum beats or give me all your money? Something has to, or... I, bet you any, I bet it's something to do with money. I don't know. You don't like your money. Give it to us. Yeah. Speaking of which, oh go. Oh, my God. If you are into science fiction, you can get Birth of the Nuclear Baby, a book of false prophecy predictions based on Little Man's 30-year nuclear war mind fantasy. Yeah, the bitch been pregnant for not for 30 years now. Oh, my God. The nuclear baby, it's coming, it's coming. But then remember, he changed it to... The prophecy can happen anytime. anytime. That's right. That's right. So with all these books, it says more money in his pocket to churn the machine. All books are copyrighted in his name, yet the members think that the money goes to the cult. And for convenience of commerce, he has set up a website where you can purchase them. If you notice this site, the church doctrinal books are cheaper because they are the ones that are slow moving and hardly ever promoted by the church to buy. Yeah. Nobody wants that shit. When you send them your donation for the books... Oh, the, yeah, it's always a donation. donation. The Kohans accept your money on behalf of Little Man with a big smile. Well, hell yeah. I mean, they print it all themselves. They bind it all themselves. It's nothing but pure profit. And you throw in, you know, the sweatshop labor of the kippahs and the talits and the headscarves and... My gosh, they probably even make them buy specially blessed over rubber gloves to wear when they're unclean. Oh, probably. Remember, the, the, the elders' wives wear black ones. Oh, you Where did... do you get black rubber gloves? Who the hell knows? I don't know. That's a good question. I don't, I don't know. know. Don't know. I don't know either. Okay, so then it goes on talking about little man and his followers condemn all religions, especially the Catholic Church. Oh, yes, and the Pope is, their, Pope is the puppet, Satan's puppet. According to his edict and command, his corporate church, the cult, is the only place on earth where anyone can find salvation. His website promotes his hatred for all religions. Yeah. One of his teachings that he brought out a few years ago is that he is God to them. His followers worship him and would do anything he tells them to. That's when my one friend left. That my, my friend Sherry that I talk about that's deaf. Mm -hmm. She actually stopped her interpreter. Because I always ask people when I come across them, what was the straw that made you leave? What broke you? Mm -hmm. And she said she'll never forget. She told me she'll never forget um, sitting in services. And she stopped her interpreter and made them repeat, like, two or three times oh, wow. did he actually say he is god and at that point um yeah she just never went back wow so yeah her trailer is still rotting there poor thing anyway for those of you who have your story to tell we applaud your courage and faith in coming forward to reveal little man for some this will be a dangerous endeavor others therapeutic and for many, a weight of many years of guilt lifted off their shoulders. Yep. No one should have to carry around guilt, shame, or burdens that were placed on them by the most psychotic man they have ever met. Little man brags about being the most hated man on earth, and it should be no amazement to those who have experienced his lies, deception, and control as to why his teachings have caused him to be declared an evil psychotic sinner who blasphemes the great name of God and destroys the faith of many of God's called out ones. Uh, yep. There's a handful of people that leave there that still go by the name of God. Um, and the laws, I've said this, you know, in the beginning, I think. Um, but yes, I, I don't understand how people leave there and they're still following the name of God. Mm -hmm. And they'll just join another congregation or they'll say, you know, God will teach me what I need to know. And they just have their scripture book and they don't belong to a congregation of any sort. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I had something to add to that that you were reading, but I don't, but you just kept reading and I don't remember what part it was now. You shouldn't have interrupted me. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I know why I didn't interrupt you. Why? 
Um, because it was on the radio, and that was serious, and this is kind of funny. Oh, okay. There's over in Japan or somewhere. Mm -hmm. They now have a six foot tall AI robot as a Buddhist priest. What? Yes. It gives the young people something that they can can relate to over there, oh and they're trying. Yeah, I, I I thought it was like Onion News, but no. like robotic priests. It, it's, or... it's a six foot tall robotic Buddha priest. That is weird. that has AI. Wow. Yeah. I, I don't know. AI is kind of freaky. I, I am telling you. Oh my gosh! Do you want to go to Twitter? We, have... we can go to Twitter. We actually have a question from. The Podcast Connoisseur. Nice. Hi, yes. guys. It says... I waved. <laughs> well, you know, hey. <laughs> YouTube channel. Oh, gosh. Oh, my gosh. Okay. There are Old Testament religious sects or cults here in America that have made women cover themselves from head to toe, then banned them from laughing because men were turned on by that. Yes. What can we do that will not turn a man on? Please tell me. So basically, is there anything that the, the women... Giggle boners. Remember we talked yes. about giggle boners? Yes. That like, was our very first Twitter question, by the way, I think. I think it was, yeah. Um, I, I don't know, but I had an interesting conversation um, with uh, with a guy who, who has a husband. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said that, you know, he grew up, of course, in locker rooms, going to camps, um, and he was surrounded by guys that he, you know, would have liked to have been with. Right. Okay. And not once did he inappropriately touch somebody. Not once did he, you know, rape somebody. Because you don't do that. That's just like, that's not, yeah. Okay. See, here in America, it's, it's, it's not she had too much to drink. It's not what she was wearing. It was, it was not any of that. It's. I taught my son what no means and what it means to do that to another woman. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't need to be teaching our daughters to dress more modestly. We need to be teaching our sons not to be rapey. Right. Um, and to respect all people. Um, you know, if, if, I mean, think about it. How many women might have grown up with you going to school, forced into the locker room, swim club, mm-hmm. camp? Right. And maybe they were gay or lesbian. Right. But did they oh, ever, definitely. Did they try and attack you no. in the showers? No. So um, the, the question, to answer the question, um, men, boys need to be taught that, you know, women are not objects to just be fucked with. I, yeah. No, know? exactly. Well, you know, there was a thing I just read, probably on Twitter, because that's where I get all my news, right? Right. <laughs> No, but there was a school, a high school somewhere that everyone's up in arms and rightly so that I guess they just started school now and so hot out and humid that some of the girls were wearing like sleeveless shirts, like not, not even the little tank top ones, but just like sleeveless shirts. Okay. And some of the guys were wearing muscle shirts and the girls had to change, but the guys didn't have to because they were saying to the girls that, oh, the boys are looking at you. Um, what a crock of shit. I'm just saying that our society is is teaching girls that... It's their fault. It's their fault, it's their which fault. it's not. Secondly, that their education is secondary mm-hmm. to a boy's. And for anybody out there who disagrees with me, just remember, everybody has opinions. We can't all agree all the time. Um, we should also be teaching our children not to avoid subjects, but to discuss them civilly and to understand that everybody is not going to have the same opinion well, you have. you just said the key word, discuss. Yes. Which means it's a two-way street. Now, it doesn't mean talking to somebody. It right. means talking with I, I, somebody. I grew up with, you know, asshole Bill, and one of his sayings was, you don't discuss religion and politics. It always ends in a fight. Well, that's because nobody ever taught people to civilly discuss, discuss this stuff. Right. Um, you know, I, I, you go to church. I don't. You know what I believe. I know what you believe. And we can discuss stuff. Yeah. I'm not out to change your mind. And I'm not out to change yours. And, and I totally respect and I don't. Believe. And I don't think you're stupid for what you think. Right. I mean. And I certainly don't think you're stupid a, for what you think or don't what think. A, what a horrible world this would be if everybody was the same. 
Oh, could you imagine how monotonous it would be? I, yeah. Um, what were we talking about? I don't even know. Oh, the question on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Is there anything women can't do? Um, I did my part. Like I said, I tried to teach my children to respect everybody. Um, at one point I was dating a guy that had two girls mm-hmm. and they lived with us cause mom was crackhead, but that's a whole nother show. Um, Ooh. anyway, um, I sat them down when they were, you know, 10 or 11 years old and we had a nice talk and, um, I told them, you know, that you can't falsely accuse boys of this either mm-hmm. because that can ruin somebody's life. It isn't a joke. It isn't, I'm mad at you and I'm going to get you in trouble. So, you know, society needs to start talking about more shit. Absolutely. And not right. be not be embarrassed of things. Exactly. People try and sweep stuff under the carpet. And it's, you dated a guy who did that under the carpet. Oh. <laughs> anyway. That's another whole podcast. That's a whole other <laughs> We could have a podcast on a million things. Do you know that? <laughs> no. Um, just off the subject for yeah. a minute. Okay. Mm-hmm. Told you we drank a shit ton of beer this weekend, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody's in watching the Steeler game, and we had just come back from swimming, um, put the duck away, and <laughs> getting dinner ready, getting ready for the Steeler game, and I sit down to write the show, and I can't find my phone. Okay. Oh, where was it? I knew I had Holy it. Shit. I knew I had it when I came. Was it back. with Howard? No, Howard was stuffed in a bag by then. He was deflated. He was deflated and <laughs> in a bag. <laughs> Um, uh, somebody lent me their cell phone. I rang my phone. It ended up being 55 times. I was almost in tears. Oh my God. I would have been crying my eyes out. The thing was, it was turned off, but I could hear it vibrating. Oh shit. I could hear it vibrating. And And where was it? I, I, I looked for this thing for almost an hour and a half. Do you know what I did with it when I got out of the car? What? I stuck it on the roof. Ah. And here I am trying tearing the inside of the van apart. And it's on the roof. And it's on the roof. Did it bake in the sun? No, it was dark by then. Oh, it was dark. Oh, okay. But, well, that's good. Yeah. Um, yeah, so much beer. Oh, Deb. <laughs> anyway. Um, what? Shall, 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 shall we go to pending post? Sure. Shall we, shall we? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Julie G says, I think the drug you were talking about in the podcast was Ibogaine. I have something about that. Yes. Shall I we actually, save it for next week? I can run downstairs and get the paper. If you do that, you're going to pause it and I'm going to smoke a cigarette. Well, then why don't we do that? Okay. Be right back. <laughs> we're back. We're back. That was quick. Okay. You ready? It's pronounced. This is what YouTube told me. It's pronounced Ibogaine. Okay. So we're going to go with that. Okay. It could be right. It could be wrong. Okay. But it's a naturally occurring psychoactive substance that has been demonstrated to interrupt substance use disorders, as well as possess other neurological and psychological benefits. It comes from a plant, so it is natural. Okay. But um, in lower doses, it acts as a stimulant, increasing energy and decreasing fatigue in a way that is distinct from other central nervous system stimulants like amphetamines and cocaine. In in large doses, it can put a person into a severe psychedelic state. Some people have found that large doses reduce opiate withdrawal symptoms and help with substance-related cravings. Um, Oh, before I go any further, there's four websites I found this from. So if people want to go and, you know, read up on it. Yeah. There's books, too. Yeah. One is healthline.com, the good old webmd.com. Um, drugwarfacts.org and ibogainealliance.org. That's I-B-O-G-A-I-N-E alliance.org. So it's pretty interesting. Um, You said they found it a funny way? Yeah, they found it um, kind of a funny way that's, let's see here. It was inadvertently discovered by a 19-year-old heroin addict. Which, that's not the funny part, but just the fact that, I guess funny is not the word, but like they just stumbled onto it. Okay. You know? Um, let's see here. They they shared this, it was a bunch of college students, and they shared a common interest in experimenting and evaluating their experiences with various psychoactive drugs, drugs including, include, oh my God, I can't talk, including mescaline. Um, and all of these drugs were not illegal at the time. 
So they were all very readily available. Okay. Which, yeah, you know. <laughs> um, so then it said, rather than simply providing the hallucinogenic euphoric high that the group anticipated, the heroin addicts noticed that ibogaine actually alleviated their cravings for heroin. Okay. So, which is a good thing. Always. But according to this, it's very short-lived, and there can be a lot of side effects to it. So it's not like it's a cure-all, like we were talking about last week that it might be. Right. It's just like a short-lived... Band-Aid. Band-Aid. Yeah, pretty much. Band-Aid. And what I found was really interesting... um, Let me see here. Okay, they haven't... Since, like, the United States frowns on it, there haven't been a lot of tests done on it. So it's hard to say that what any long-term effects might be, you know, like on any of your organs. Right. So um, so it says, within three hours of ingesting a higher dose of it, the user will enter into the acute phase, typically lasting four to eight hours. It is during this phase that the user experiences ibogaine's most intense effects, characterized as the panoramic recall of a large amount of material relating to prior life events from long-term memory, primarily in the visual modality or the waking dream state. If the user is an addict, he or she will usually be taken back to the place and time where the underlying issue leading to the addiction arose, allowing the addict to gain critical insight into the reasons why he or she abuses. Okay. Ibogaine doesn't eradicate the underlying cause of addiction, which for many people may take years to understand and come to terms with. Um, It's more than a detox, but it's a catalyst, not a cure. Ibogaine creates a window of opportunity where the individual can cognitively choose to take back control of his or her life. Very interesting. Isn't that interesting? So it's like almost like it's like a truth serum type kind of thing. I'm assuming you'd use that as in psychiatry. Psychiatry. I mean, it's like... I wish they could do more research on it. They might. So, you know what I'm saying? Like know. to see if it's safe because if it's safe, you know, like like I said, long term effects for your organs. If it's a safe drug, that could definitely be part of helping people. All right. You know, start writing letters, people. I don't so, know. Who and, write them yeah, to. and I didn't mean that it was funny the way that they. I didn't want to come across saying that it was funny that the heroin addicts were using this. I think funny was the wrong word. Incredible. Incredible. Just. That, that all these drugs were legal. Viagra was originally for babies, wasn't it? Until they noticed it was giving the little babies hard-ons. I don't know about that, but they you, <laughs> they use the same drug as Viagra, basically, but it's called something different because it's a different strength. They use it for pulmonary hypertension, okay? And I find this really... Interesting. Interesting. We'll go with that word. That... If you're a guy and you're taking this drug for your pulmonary hypertension, you're taking it three times a day, every day. Oh my. Does that give them an erection? I have no idea. Because you see in the commercials, if you have an erection for more than four hours, you're supposed to seek medical attention. I know, but they take it three times a day. Oh God. And uh, poor cult people don't get any. No. No medicine for you. No little blue pills. No little blue pills. Oh, I'm sure a little man has those little blue pills. Oh, yeah. If he needs them, I'm quite sure he's a, he has a way to get them. Well, I think he's about 90 now, 90-something. And it was crazy because way back then, it, everything was supposed to happen before his generation came to an mm-hmm. end, which was when he hit 70. Okay? Mm-hmm. Well, then he hit 70 years old, and it was like, okay, why aren't you keeling over? Where's the end? Where's Where's the end of the world? And then it was explained to me that, oh, well, the generation goes from 70 to 80. So, uh, so it'll be within the next 10 years. Okay. But where do the three and a half years go? Remember, it was always three and a half years. Right. But now it's going to happen before little man, you know. Well, it didn't benefit him, so he can just change it to whatever. Right? I just don't understand how all these people stay and stay and stay and, and, and ingest it. Because he has an answer. We're having technical difficulties. Isn't isn't that funny? Uh, there's a shocker. <laughs> we are the shit show. Oh, God. Um, we're not sure how much we lost of time, so we're just going to go on to Pastor's Bread Sacks. Okay, and we may have talked about them already. We may not have. I don't think we did. 
Um, yeah, these ones are short and simple now. Um, through little man, we have hope, knowing our redemption draws near. Praise God. All right. Yeah, short and sweet. Um, and the second one is, little man is now grown and flourishing, bringing forth fruits that's befitting our repentance. The hell does that mean? I don't know. He's bringing forth fruit befitting our repentance. Because when you repent, that means you did wrong. So what fruit he's bringing forth for you repenting? I don't know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. Okay. That one goes in the garbage can. Um, hot off the presses. They mm -hmm. have a, um, a link for prepping for disaster. Oh. Yeah. You know, always got to be ready for them disasters. Look at that cheesy ass grin. I hate that. Oh my God. I hate that. He's just creepy looking. What would you do if you saw him climbing through your window? <sighs> don't even go there. Okay. Well, Man, talk about a nightmare. Okay. Um, this little beauty is um, um, from, from the Mark of the Monster part two. The what? One of his books. Oh, okay. The Mark of the Monster part two. Mm -hmm. uh, chapter 18, verse 261. Okay. The job of the house of God is to tell of those wonderful rewards in the first resurrection for those being called out by God during this very day and age. We do have a great calling, brethren. We need to be aware of this and to strive, work with all of our hearts and minds and beings to enter into the marriage supper of the Lamb on the sea of glass at the first resurrection. Again. You're eyeballing me. Well, he's saying that because you're there worshiping him right, now. Right, right. You're the, you're the first fruits. Because you're, you're worshiping him. Well, yeah, because little man who he's rules God. is God. Right. So, yeah. Um, he's a very godly person. Mm. But, you know, the sea of glass and the marriage supper of the lamb. Okay. That's something with Jesus right. up on the sea of glass in heaven. I, I don't even want to remember what that's about. Um, now, now I, I, they pub, they, they, they put this on their page, um, August 6th at around two thirty. Okay. Um, and they, they're, they're quoting, um, Matthew after I read this, but I guess this is something little man said during the past sermon or something. Mm -hmm. The house of God will one day be the largest, most powerful ruling government on the face of this planet, but it don't begin that way. That is why Micaiah said the house of God would be promoted in the last days. It will be promised to rise above all religions and governments on earth. L little man's gonna rule everybody. Oh, he ain't he ain't just content in ruling heaven now. He's he's gonna rule the entire earth. Okay. And you know what? Little man must get the earth because remember we all get our own planets. Oh God, I forgot about that. Yeah, I want rainbow I and glitters totally on my planet. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. And you get to teach, you know, Eve how she screwed all women up for, you know, eternity. You get to teach aliens? Yes, the aliens. You got to teach them about God because they don't know about God. Oh, okay. But what if they try and eat us? <laughs> <laughs> what if they're smarter than we are? I'm sure they are. I'm sure they don't have <laughs> nuclear weapons aimed at their own freaking planet. Let's put it that way. Yeah, that's true. Okay, um... We'll go back to a sermon dated of 04, right after I left. Mm -hmm. Okay. I was just telling God how joyous everyone was this morning and how sincere you are and how you fall short, I know. But God is merciful. He knows those that are trying. He knows you're trying. He knows how hard his law is and so forth. So I'm not worried. You're going to make it. God knows you are. He said you were. So he had a chat with God. He had a chat with God. I wonder if they had morning coffee together at Starbucks. <laughs> with a they bread, went to Starbucks. With bread and bread sacks. They're chilling at a Starbucks having some latte. Yeah, I was just telling God how joyous everyone was this morning. So this must have been an afternoon 
service during a feast. Because God has nothing better to do than sit and chat with him, right? With little man. Yeah, yeah. exactly. About how happy his congregation oh is. Oh, my God. And God knows his congregation falls short because they're full of pedophiles. Come on. And other assorted things, right? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, he's chatting with God now like he's his buddy. <laughs> wonder if they have their own little booth at Starbucks. Like, is it a weekly thing? I, I don't know. Maybe he invites God to the sanctuary. Oh, could be. Or, you know, maybe little man takes the stairway to heaven. Ah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I don't, how do people eat this stuff up? Maybe because they feel special for the first time in their life. I'm going to be first. Maybe. I'm going to rule planets and aliens. and Oh, don't forget about microbes and bacteria. We make oh, them right. do shit, too. That's right. What do we make them do? Rise up the dead. That, and I just remember microbes with little computers. I remember yeah. that. <laughs> Microbe computers. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, little man goes on at one point to say that um, God has established his house as a people who are unchangeable. Well, if they're unchangeable... Um, Why are you preaching to them to change? I, I, okay. Um... Believe me, his work is cut out for him in establishing your authority, your position, everything among the whole universe up there. Okay. (laughs) That's exactly what he's doing. That's what he said he was going to do, and that's what he's doing. He must be talking to God again. God's rearranging the universe for you, Laura. Okay. All because of that Starbucks chat. Establish means to render firm or faithful. To trust or believe, to be permanent, not wishy-washy like the waves of the ocean chopping you around. Okay. Have you ever heard anything like that? Wishy-washy no. like the waves of the ocean chopping you around. <laughs> nope. <laughs> okay. And, you know, this all has to all be in their, you know, stuff. <laughs> their stuff. Their stuff. Um, we have another bread sack here. There's another one I don't get. Um, the written word was brought back in 1611 for one purpose. Which is? So they didn't have written words until 1611? No. Or was that when the first Bible was published? No. Okay, well, they don't know. Okay. 1933. Conception of Little Man. Oh. So they must have went back and figured out when his mom got pregnant. Okay. Okay. Um, now, apparently, if you subtract 1,611, um, which is the first time King James Version was published. Oh. Okay, I remember that now. Okay. okay. Um, you get 322. And then it says, The tag of Van belongs to the last day's prophesied witness, just as Deuteronomy 29, 29, the every word was taught to him in the womb. Okay. Um, so um, I believe this little bread sack here, I'm um, going to scratch some stuff out and post it later. Okay, good. Um, but they're apparently saying when, when little man's mommy got pregnant, minus... The 1611, the year the King James Version was published, that equals 322, um, and I guess that's on his van. It's the tag on his van. What's with all these fucking numbers, people? Numerology? I mean, that's as good as tarot cards. That, Come on. That's some made-up shit right there. I, are you looking at it? I know I'm looking at it's it. It's a bread sack. Oh, my God. You I, gotta post that. At least they're doing math. <laughs> What? Yeah, at least they're doing math. Okay. Do you have any pending posts? Oh, well, I got to go back to pending posts. That's where I was trying to get to. You know me and the stupid phone. I got to get something else. What are you going to get? An assistant that knows what the hell they're doing. I love you, Marie. <laughs> okay, pending post. Uh, Diana L. Um, she just wanted to give a list of horror and comedy movies. Um, oh. throw this onto Facebook. Um, her favorites are Arsenic and Old Lace, Dolls, Shaun of the Dead, House on Haunted Hill, and Young Frankenstein. Post that. 
And a Denise S. Um, was wondering if any ex-members would like to share any of the special phrases that we learned in the cult. <gasps> oh, that should be a good thread. Okay. Um, and, you know, I, I'm always amazed at all of these weird Catholic saints. Mm-hmm. Okay. Have you ever heard of St. Hyacinth? Hyacinth. H-Y-A-C-I-N-T-H. Hyacinth? I guess so. <laughs> I guess you heard of them. I don't know what she does, but... Um, it, you can read how this saint miraculously fed a crowd of starving people with a pierogi. <gasps> She's the pierogi saint. There, did you know there was one? No. I, it, I Like, Jesus fed everybody with two <gasps> loaves of bread? She fed people with a pierogi. I guess she fed people with a pierogi, so I'm going to prove this. Uh, Catherine K., thank you. Oh, thank you so much for that one. I will have to read that. Um, Emma R. just got out of the hospital, um, but she did promote the hell out of us um, to all our true crime fan nurses. They're going to check thank us you. out. Thank you. Thank you, Emma. And I don't know what else we have. Uh, you're going to get back to Julie G., right? Yes. On private message. Hi, Julie. And, and Mel gave us some a little, little something here, a little signboard that says, I love when people who've been through hell, walk out carrying, out of the flames, carrying buckets of water for those still consumed by the fire. Oh, that's nice. And I don't get this I one, like Melissa that. J. Never bring a stabby stick to a yeet cannon boogaloo. Maybe she was drunk. I I, I don't know. That's a long gun. I'm not sure what long I do. I'll prove it. Somebody tell me what Post it means. It. Yeah, if someone can explain what that okay, is. Okay, remember we were being politically correct last week and... I told you Dick Van Dyke had to change his yes, name. Yes, yes. Okay, um, so Brianne O, um, she just, you know, had to let us know that Penis Truck Lesbian is her future ska band name, S-K-A. What the hell's that? I, I had to ask my son, and when he got done laughing, he said a type of music he would not like. Oh, okay. So, yeah, good luck with that. Um, you might want to get with him, the man whose name, you know, I... Maybe Dick Van Dyke can like join her. That well, penis truck lesbian. That's his. <laughs> that's that's his... what I'm saying. Penis truck lesbian. Okie doke. Um, Megan H. And this used to drive me crazy too, and so I stopped thinking about it. Okay. Um, do you ever think about our calendar? What about it? Okay. September, October, November, and December are not the seventh, eighth, ninth, and tenth months. And they should be. By the way, their names, wouldn't you think? Like S-C-P-T-O-C-T, yeah. Anyway, uh, somebody says, whoever fucked this up should be stabbed. <laughs> Someone else answered and said, if I recall, they did used to be the corresponding months. Um, it's just when the Roman leaders Julius Caesar and Augustus came into power, the months of July for Julius and August for Augustus were added, thus throwing off the numbering of the calendar. Good news, though. Whoever fucked it up did, in fact, get stabbed. <laughs> Alrighty. <yeah. laughs> Little piece of history there, people. He fucked the calendar up and he got stabbed. All right. Okay, we're going to prove that one. Um, yeah, my, my son loves to throw stuff on here, cult baby. Um, and this is First Thessalonians. I don't know what it does, but it's it, it just simply states the Lord is an Avenger, and somebody made a little Avenger toy with Jesus oh, in it. Oh no! <laughs> Did you find me my nunchucks yet? No, I cannot find that. Hmm. I mean, if Amazon doesn't have it, I don't know who does. Hey, guess what? I just got to hmm. the Kool Aid recipe. Oh shit! That's right. We're only 45 minutes in. Gee, that's, okay. that's all. Yeah, I, I shot for under three minutes last week and got, was proud of myself at four. And It's three minutes before we end well, it. We're so, you know, 40 minutes yeah, off. go for it. All right, for all you alcoholics waiting for the drink today, <laughs> Carrie P. sent it in to us. Um, hippie juice, it sounds familiar, but then again, there's all kinds of hippies and they make all kinds of different juice. Okay. So it could be different hippie juice. Okay. Okay. Uh, one, one cup of watermelon vodka, one third of a cup of triple sec, one third of a cup of passion fruit rum. Didn't even know they made that. Ooh. And add prepared pink lemonade Kool-Aid to taste. Five cups is what's recommended and garnish with frozen strawberries. Yum. I, I would drink that. I would drink that. I think I would drink that. 
What was it? What kind of rum? Passion fruit rum and watermelon rum. I never even knew there were things like that. Um, apparently you can buy anything these days. Oh, the farmer's market's in Carnegie on Sundays from 12 to 3, right in front of Greg's pharmacy thing. Oh, get out. Yeah. And there was a lady there selling moonshine today. (laughs) Oh my God. Well, we got free moonshine in the bags from the city paper party. I know. That was hysterical. Uh, I got Blackberry at home. Oh my God. I can't wait. (coughs) Oh, look, my first cough today. I've been doing good on the phlegm thing, haven't I? (laughs) I've only been up since like 6.37 o'clock. I had to drive all the way from Tynesta back. Um, yeah. Oh, oh, and a shout out to Chuck and I forget the other guy's name. I had a screw in my tire. Kept losing air. What? Nothing's open in the small town. So we're driving back, back to, back to the camp after swimming. And there's this side of the road garage with one door up and a tow truck and two guys talking outside. Mm -hmm. So we just whipped it in there. I'm like, I see AAA on the side of your truck. (laughs) And I got it fixed for free. Oh, nice. Oh, and I brought you a gift. Oh, would you? What the hell's that? A potato. Gee, thanks. It's a genuine campfire baked potato. I don't want to like open it like. No, right you, in. no, it's a it's a cooked baked potato from camp. I mean, I don't want to open it up and like ruin people's eardrums. But don't open it. Okay. It's literally a baked potato. Okay. Unless you want to like chaw on it now. I want to gnaw on a potato right now. I, I don't know what you do <laughs> in your free time. <laughs> It's not gnawing a damn potato. Oh, hi to Lisa P. She says, hi guys, loving your podcast. I've listened to six episodes today while cleaning up my art studio. It was messier than the cult. (laughs) Episode 45, you literally made me snort coffee through my nose with your jokes about Woody Woodpecker. Come on, only in America do we have a cartoon character that all three of his names is, is a synonym for a dick or a penis come on and we grew up on these we weren't killing people come on i had no clue you know what i mean chris smith uh oh well i guess she won't care there's lots of smiths out there (laughs) oh Uh, enjoy a dickle pickleback it's a pickleback shot with a george dickle and i have no idea what that is but i'm sure somebody will tell me about it at some point dickle is a type of um bourbon or scotch or something uh, it's I, a it's a kind of alcohol i i don't know no it is i just don't know what type of alcohol it is and we, we need to give a, a shout out to mel s mm-hmm. um regarding the uh voting for the best of yes she actually looked up pittsburgh zip codes so that her vote would count <gasps> Okay. Get out. Um, but she said, I don't know if they also checked IP addresses. Mm. If that's the case, my votes didn't count either. So. Oh, but thank you for checking. Thank you. I, yeah, I, I, I read that and was like, oh, thank you. I Isn't that, I, you know, I think they did that just to make sure that people did, did, that had like a wide social area or something maybe wouldn't be able to get all these votes from every place else like we did. Yeah, but I just... I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm not going to say anything. Thank you for everybody who voted for yes, us. Yes, thank you we so thank much. You, thank you, thank you, Okay, now here's a question, Laura. Mm-hmm. Maybe if there's some attorneys out there, maybe you can help me. i throw you a chunk. Okay? Okay. Been thinking about it, though, you know, and Kenny fell off of that building, and he got a large settlement, and the cult ended up with most of it. Okay. Right. I personally got fifteen grand for loss of consortium. You know what that is? Mm-mm. Loss of consortium means the man can't get it up and have sex anymore. I'm being compensated. Fifteen, <laughs> 15 grand. grand. Yeah. Well, damn. Okay. Now here's the thing. He married generic Jenny. Remember? Mm-hmm. Um, that that was like half his age or right. more. Um, but he he's had six kids with her. Oh. So if, 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 if consortium is lost, how's she getting pregnant? I guess it wasn't lost. Still want my damn money back. What? I wish you could get that money back. I really wish I do. Oh, and um, there's a, we got to give a shout out to a Landon T. And for what? Oh, just, just for general. listening. Just, okay. Just for listening. Just okay. for listening. Um, they know who they are. 
So, shout out to ya. And... I don't know. Oh, look, look, look. Holy shit, I did it. Drunk Deb wrote this. Oh my god. Drunk Deb doesn't really care. But I really... What? I really... Do. Sober Deb wrote, I really do care. Oh my god. So you're writing to yourself in different... <laughs> oh my god. And then I put, seriously... <laughs> Yes, so, like, so you are writing in your notebook, answering, Sober Deb is answering Drunk Deb in the notebook. Well, Drunk Deb was like, D- Drunk Deb doesn't really care. But Sober Deb had to pipe up and go, I really do. Oh my God. <laughs> what? Oh, you're killing me. I did not partake of the apple pie moonshine that other people partook of. Let's say a lot of people were walking S's the other night. Oh my God. <laughs> I guess I have more fun nowadays when I, I, I watch other people just get frighted. Mm-hmm. You know? I, yeah. How about you? What about me? I, I don't, I, do you I like didn't... watching people getting trashed? I guess so. I mean, it can be very funny. It's, it, it's very, yeah. It's, it's interesting. Yeah. Very interesting at times. So, um, do you have anything else? No, I don't. Good Lord, we got a very short episode. People are not going to be happy. It's 50 minutes. Well, it's not an hour and five. Okay, well. Um, um, anybody out there who wants a t-shirt, a vinyl, wants to write us postcard, us. snail mail, um, the postcards that... Uh, I I made a couple tweaks on the postcards, mm-hmm. and I went in to pick them up so that I could write them out while I was on right. vacation. Right. They didn't print them yet. What? I was not happy. Oh, man. That's okay. So anybody who's wrote to us, sent us stuff, I am still waiting on postcards. Okay. But they're big ones. Nice. I got oversized ones. Take a whole real stamp. Whoa. Cactus stamp. Okay. Because we like we like cactuses. Cacti. Jesuses. Jesus. <laughs> Jesuses. Jesus. Oh, my. All right. Well, guys, sorry. It's a short episode. Remind everybody be kind to each other. I had a very hard, long partying weekend, so I guess that's why it's a little short. And Drunk Deb was getting lazy at the end. She had enough. She wanted to play Tower Jenga again. <laughs> hey, I'm just glad that, like, our technical problems stopped. They did, didn't they? Knock on wood, yes. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh, and Pippi's not here to bark. No, he's getting groomed. Oh, nice. Okay, guys, um, P.O. Box, I got the hell out, P.O. Box 284, Oakdale, PA, 15071. Yep, send us a letter, a postcard. And we'll send you stuff back, too. Yep. Um, anybody who hasn't received anything, whether it's Patreon or... We are getting to it. Um, yeah, throw Laura under the bus, because she has all that information and has you to know, give it to me. You know, you are always throwing me under the bus. Kiss my ass. <laughs> Hey, I brought you a potato. <laughs> oh, oh, that makes everything better. <laughs> you, you have to provide your own butter and sour cream, though. <laughs> God, I brought you a potato. Brought you a potato. Oh, my God. All right, guys. Be kind, everybody. And we'll talk to you next week. Okay, bye. Bye.